Preface and Opening Poem of The Christian Secret of a Happy Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jeff Chestnut. The Christian's Secret of a Happy Life by Hannah Whitehall Smith. Preface and Opening Poem. What I have to tell in this little book is no new story. The early church taught it in the days of the apostles, and from those days down to the present time there have been found in every age some whose voices and whose lives have proclaimed it. Many times it has been lost sight of, and the church has seemed to fall into almost hopeless darkness and lifelessness. But the secret has always been preserved by an apostolic succession of those who have walked and talked with God. In the present day, the truth concerning it has been afresh revived, and my little book is an effort to tell it again in a way that will be simple enough for all to understand. Too often the language of religion, like the oft-repeated chimes of a bell, seems to lose its power to attract attention and it may be that even a bell of inferior tone shall be able to break the careless inattention of some souls. I have not tried, therefore, to make my book theological. I could not if I would. I have simply sought to tell the blessed story, so old and yet so new, in the homely and familiar words of everyday life. I do not want to change the theological views of a single individual. The truths that I have to tell are not theological, but practical. They are, I believe, the fundamental truths of life and experience, the truths that underlie all theologies, and that are in fact their real and vital meaning. They will fit in with every creed, simply making it possible for those who hold the creed to live up to their own beliefs, and to find in them the experimental realities of a present Savior and a present salvation. Most of us acknowledge that there is behind all religions an absolute religion that holds the vital truth of each, and it is of this absolute religion my book seeks to treat. No doubt it is imperfectly done, but I can only trust that all its mistakes may be counteracted and only that which is true may find entrance into any heart. The book is sent out in tender sympathy and yearning love for all struggling, weary souls of whatever creed or name, and its message goes right from my heart to theirs. I have given the best I have, and can do no more. This new and revised issue goes forth on its mission with the prayer that the Lord may continue to use it as a voice to teach some who sorely need it, the true secret of a happy life. Hannah Whitehall Smith, Philadelphia, January 1888 The Cry of St. Paul Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Romans 10.1 Oh, could I tell, ye surely would believe it. Oh, could I only say what I have seen. How should I tell, or how can ye receive it? How, till he bringeth you where I have been? Therefore, Lord, I will not fail or falter. Nay, but I ask it, nay, but I desire. 
lay on my lips thine embers of the altar seal with the ring and furnish with the fire give me a voice a cry and a complaining oh let my sound be stormy in their ears throat that would shout but cannot stay for straining eyes that would weep but cannot wait for tears quick in a moment infinite forever send an arousal better than i pray give me a grace upon the faint endeavor souls for my hire and pentecost to-day scarcely i catch the words of his revealing hardly i hear him dimly understand only the power that is within me peeling lives on my lips and beckons with my hand whoso has felt the spirit of the highest cannot confound nor doubt him nor deny yea with one voice o world though thou deniest stand thou on that side for on this am i f w h myers end of preface and opening poem recording by jeff chestnut